Hello, and welcome back once again to the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast. This is a very special episode of the podcast. John and Wendy talk to Raphael Crawford Marks. I'm your host, John. And I'm Wendy. How's it going, John? Wendy, I'm well. Technology is great until it's not. <laughs> so we've had some challenges get, getting together this week. Yeah. We're really excited, though, to have Raphael with us. Listeners uh, of the podcast are aware we've been extremely fortunate to be able to partner with Bonusly yep. for the month of December. They were, they were tremendous co-hosts for the chat in November. And so when I was talking to Ben Travis with Bonusly, he said, hey, we want to put our show together. He said, cannot wait to get Raphael here. And he was kind enough to give us a, uh, a take two, as it were, because <laughs> like I said, sometimes tech just doesn't work. And that's true. Now it does. Now it's working. Now it so I, I think we're good to go. And I'm excited to uh, to have the conversation today. So we typically talk back and forth, but let's jump right to it. I'll let you make the introduction. and We will get started. Fantastic. So super excited to welcome Raphael to the show tonight. He is the founder and CEO of Bonusly, an enterprise platform that radically improves and simplifies employee recognition and engagement. He is passionate about building products that help people connect with their work and each other in meaningful ways. Well, Raphael, welcome to the show. And our first question is, what's in your glass? All right. Well, thank you for having me. And I am enjoying a glider cider made locally here by the Colorado Cider Company. Excellent. And I think you mentioned that you have a couple things in rotation there at the office. Yeah. So we have a kegerator or a dual kegerator in the office, which always has uh, one local cider and one local beer on tap. Love it. Nice. Love it. We're fans. We're yes. fans of that. <laughs> sure. I think we need a site visit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Come on about any time. <laughs> So, Raphael, you know, typically when we talk to folks, we ask them, you know, kind of what led them to get started in their career. What led you to launch Bonusly and get started on this path of employee recognition? The germ of the idea was we noticed this really interesting disconnect that had emerged by kind of the early to mid aughts and definitely was uh, certainly exacerbated by the time we started working on Bonusly in 2012. And that was that, you know, certainly by the by the turn of the century, it was clear that the economy was putting it a premium on knowledge workers and knowledge work. And, you know, companies had realized that to an extent and were putting a lot of resources in try, into trying to recruit and hire these sort of skilled, creative, talented, collaborative workers. But companies hadn't really thought beyond the recruiting and hiring process. And so they hadn't changed their approach to actually managing these workers for the 20th, 21st century. You can't take a top-level knowledge worker and treat them like they're a cog on an assembly line. And so it was clear to, to me that you know, companies would soon realize that they had to focus on the employee experience holistically, including what happens post-hire if they wanted to succeed in the 21st century. And we thought we could build cloud-based modern tooling that could help companies foster a really strong culture and employee experience and decided to start with employee recognition. I think that's a great place to start and helping people do that. I think that's the challenge that a lot of mm -hmm. leaders have. We know we're supposed to do these things, but we don't know how. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And and I think that is a, a lot of the, the issue is, you know, companies... Yeah, the, the leaders of companies may not know exactly what what it takes to put in place an effective and impactful 
uh, employee recognition program. They might not understand that what they had done that worked when they were 10 people has kind of <laughs> failed to scale uh, when they're at 100 or 500 mm -hmm. people. So, um, so that's really where we come in and we help provide a scalable, intuitive, low overhead way to make sure that whether you are 10 people or 10,000 people, you can have a highly impactful, manageable and inexpensive recognition program that'll keep all of your employees engaged. Awesome. If you are out and about, someone asks, uh, asks you about the company, how do you explain what you do? <laughs> yeah, uh, that's, uh, that's a very good question. Uh, I say Bonusly helps companies across all industries and all geographies drive their own bottom line success by fostering engaged, collaborative, and high-performing teams. And I say teams rather than people because so much work these days is really dependent on teamwork and collaboration. Employee recognition, and particularly peer-to-peer -peer employee recognition, that is a big part of what Bonusly does, really helps facilitate great teamwork, not just great individual performances. Raphael, what do you see as the biggest issue that your customers are dealing with when it comes to employee recognition? How do you help address that? And maybe that's for your current customer base or for those that are, when they're looking at platforms and looking at companies like yours to work with, you know, yeah. how, how do you work through that? You know, I think when we are talking to uh, a prospective customer, often what we are sort of competing with is not uh, another competitor in the market, but it's Google Sheets or a drawer full of gift cards or, you know, doing employee shout outs at an all hands meeting or, or, or doing nothing at all. And so really what that speaks to is that the single biggest issue is that many companies don't know how to both scalably and affordably implement effective employee recognition. And that's where we come in. That's why we created Bonusly. So you have many companies that leave it up to middle managers and have each middle manager has implemented their own ad hoc recognition and engagement program. Or you know, so other companies are kind of going old school and just sticking with an employee of the month program or a years of service program, which really doesn't work in the, the modern knowledge economy. And, and other companies still just kind of throw up their hands and just say, hey, you know, we can't figure this out. We're not going to do anything, which also has a bunch of kind of suboptimal outcomes for them. That sort of just not knowing what to do and how to do it at scale is, is the biggest problem that companies have and, and that Bonusly takes care of for them. So in the seven years since you first started Bonusly, what's been the biggest challenge that you've seen in employee recognition? I think I'm happy to report that this challenge is diminishing. The biggest challenge that we faced was a belief in continuing to do things the way they had been done. Uh, and just to give you an example, when I would get on the phone with CEOs or VPs of HR back in you know the early days of Bonusly, 2012, 2013, 2014, I would have people laugh at me when I suggested empowering employees to exchange frequent, timely, and meaningful praise and recognition. There was a, a pretty widespread belief that employees couldn't and, and shouldn't be trusted to do that, that it should be top-down only. Luckily, you know, that attitude is rapidly changing out of, out of necessity because for a company to succeed, it really needs to change that belief. That belief is not going to help a company be successful these days. You know, now, instead of being laughed at, we actually have, you know, hundreds of the companies a month coming to us and saying, 
Yeah, I think we need this. But there is still probably a, you know, a large segment of the economy that hasn't really made that transition yet. And uh, so it is still, you know, we invest a lot in producing content and educational materials to try to help accelerate this, this uh, change in awareness that's happening. It's great to hear that that's the case, Raphael. And I think, you know, Wendy and I have both been practitioners for a long time. <laughs> and it's definitely interesting to see, particularly, I think, to your point earlier about the, the teamwork component and the peer-to-peer piece. Wendy, I don't know about you, but that was unheard of even 10 years ago, much less 20. I mean, when I started 20, yeah, nobody thought, sure. nobody would ever have talked about that. It's, it's great to hear that people have made that change and are willing to do it. So let's talk a little bit about though, you know, as, as employers become more familiar and, and embrace that, you got to stay up with the times too, uh, mm-hmm. with bonusly with the platform. So I guess talk a little about, you know, anything new product changes, things that you can talk about that you've got coming up to meet those demands and expectations in the next few months or so? Yeah. So something we realized after we initially launched Bonusly and started getting some some significant adoption was that we, our platform was gathering a really unique and valuable data set because we had basically every employee of the company logging onto Bonusly and exchanging recognition in real time as as things happened. And on average, employees were exchanging you know, four to eight pieces of recognition a month. And so we had all this data on who was working with whom, what core values they were embodying, you know, how how that it, those interactions were changing over time. And so something we've invested a lot in over the past couple of years is a people analytics platform to deliver you know valuable business insights to our customers based on the the data we're, we're gathering through employees use of the platform and uh, we recently launched a, a significant update to our people analytics dashboard uh, so our customers can can see that now and we have a bunch of additional updates in the works that will be sort of coming down the pipe in the in the next few months. Can you maybe talk a little about the sounds of gratitude? Yeah. That was something that fascinated me when Ben shared that with us in the last couple of weeks. Can you talk a little bit more about that as well? That is something that's, that's really awesome. So there's a couple kind of uh, facts to, to share uh, before I can explain sounds of gratitude. So one is Bonusly has gotten to the point where we have, um, I think, to date, something like 12 million pieces of recognition or what we call bonuses have been given on our platform uh, since we launched in 2013. And uh, we're now up to uh, a rate of giving recognition where I think you know, uh, you have multiple pieces of recognition being given every minute on our platform. Uh, I think we're about at about one, one per second uh, at this point. So we have these like tons of recognition flowing through our platform. And the other thing to know is we uh, we do a hack week every quarter where any employee who has a project they want to work on that's some, somehow related to Bonusly or to educating themselves further uh, can work on that for a week. And so uh, our last hack, hack week, Ben, who is uh, a marketing manager here, took inspiration from a couple other sort of art visualization and sonification projects that he had seen online and decided to create a system that would both visually and in sound represent all of the recognition that was flowing through our platform. And so you can go to the sounds of Bonusly, I believe it's sounds.bonus.ly, 
and you'll see this, you know, these graphical displays showing these sort of like multicolored eruptions when uh, recognition is given that will be accompanied by different sounds. And the size and tone that's used represents sort of like the different characteristics of the, the recognition that was given. I found it absolutely fascinating, I have to tell you, and, and we're certainly going to put it in the show notes where yes. to see it as a musician and as somebody that just finds those things. I, I Wendy and I talked about it. I said, Wendy, this is just really cool. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, super, it was cool. super cool. A really interesting way to display what gratitude and, and recognition yeah. in a different way. Yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was mind, mind, mind blowing. So pretty. Well, Raphael, it is now time for everyone's favorite part of our show, which is the half hour question connection. So our first question is who was your first professional mentor and what was the most important or impactful thing you learned from them? I kind of thought about this ahead of time. The first person who I remember sort of really thinking of as a mentor uh, and realizing in the moment that I was learning a lot from them was my manager at uh, Year Up, which is an organization I worked for about 10 years ago. Uh, and her name is Jessica Kogan. And she uh, was the director of the, the Bay Area branch of, of Year Up. And one of the, the key things I took away from her was she taught me what it means to be a professional. And, and in my mind, you know, a, a professional is someone who has mastered not only the technical aspects of their craft, but also the interpersonal aspects of work and, and getting work done. I, I learned from her that, you know, to be effective, you have to be a master of working with people. And that really wasn't something I, I understood so well before working with her. I often thought much more in the context of technical skills and not people skills. And that was a really valuable lesson I learned from her. Raphael, who's one person you've gained in your network in the last year that you think more people should know? Yeah, I think that person would be Andrea Gwendelman who is the CEO of an organization called Wallbreakers. Uh, Wallbreakers forms partnerships with computer science graduates from underrepresented backgrounds all over the country and uh, puts them through an intensive boot camp post-graduation to prepare them for succeeding in professional software engineering jobs. We've recently, we bonusly have recently started working with wall breakers and I've had the, the opportunity to, to have multiple conversations with Andrea. And I think she's just a very visionary person who's also very, very well connected. She's just been a, an extremely valuable addition to, to my network this year. So if you could go back to the start of your career, what's one piece of advice you would give yourself based on what you know now? The piece of advice I would give to myself is you don't have to respond right away. Uh, and what I mean is sort of when you're engaging in especially difficult topics, it's really important to take a step back and reflect and breathe uh, before before responding. Raphael, how do you enjoy giving back to the HR community or your community at large? It took me a while to start doing this. I, I think Bonusly was really taking up a ton of my time and, and still is, but, but we are starting to do more. And, and I'm in, in particular, starting to do more speaking and more interviews. Uh, we organized a panel on employee engagement for Boulder Startup Week here. And uh, I really look forward to doing more of that. Uh, I've really enjoyed doing it. And it's I've made some really valuable connections. And I feel like, uh, you know, it's been something we've been able to contribute back to, especially the local community here in the, the Boulder, Denver area. What's your favorite movie? Blade Runner. Which edition? I was just going to say which one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, I, the the edition that I was introduced to was the 
director's cut uh, that was re-released, I think, in like the mid '90s, and and that so that is still my my favorite edition is the is the director's cut. I'm not sure I've actually ever e- even seen the original theatrical cut. I think there are what eight different versions out there, something crazy. There yeah. are quite a few. I know I've seen I've seen the director's cut. I've seen the theatrical cut. I think I've seen another one. I. The only, well, anyway, yeah, there, there's a lot, but I, I'm glad, I'm glad we could ask. <laughs> how about your, how about your favorite musician or band? Uh, my favorite band is uh, a small indie group called the Octopus Project. Uh, I think they're a, a four piece or five piece group that does just kind of weird, uh, eclectic, analog, electronic music. I've been a fan of theirs since they started putting out music sort of at the turn of the 21st century in 99, 2000. Gotten to see them live a few times. They're super fun. And yeah, I'm just, uh, I'm a super fan. How about a favorite TV show? Parks and Recreation. I was just rewatching oh, a couple episodes choice. yesterday. It's, it's, uh, yeah, it's just a fantastic show. I say, Raphael, you you blow me away. Nobody's ever said Blade Runner here. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm going to check out the Octopus Project because I've never even heard of them. So congratulations, (laughs) you've stumped me. Like that's the first time somebody's mentioned a band I've never heard, never Mm -hmm. even heard of them. Yeah, we're big Parks and Rec fans here too. It's interesting. Nick Offerman just started a podcast with his wife. It's interesting. It's called Nick and Nick and Megan in Bed, and they interview people in their bed. It's 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 pretty interesting. But yeah. But yeah, big fans of that show. Well, if you're not watching Blade Runner, checking out the Octopus Project or watching Parks and Rec, what else do you like to do outside of work? Well, when I can, I like to get outdoors and be active uh, doing you know, running or biking or climbing. Uh, but I do have two small kids at home. So mostly I'm, I'm home being a dad. But something I've gotten into that I can share with the kids is uh, is gardening. And so I'm really looking forward to um, getting getting back into that this spring um, once the uh, snow melts. And hopefully there's not quite as much snow as last year. Yeah. Can you tend snow? Can you do something with them in the interim? <laughs> well, well, we, we got, uh, I, I mentioned this to you before we started recording. We got two feet of snow uh, on the Tuesday before oh. Thanksgiving. And uh, we were actually able to build, we had so much snow, we were able to build a sled run in our front yard. So, nice. <laughs> so uh, you know, we're making do with what we have right now. Well, so finally, Raphael, if you weren't in the HR tech space, what do you think you'd be doing professionally? I think I would be doing something in artificial intelligence research or development. Um, I actually, my undergraduate degree was in cognitive science, but with a focus on artificial intelligence. And I've always been really passionate about that. And I think it was because kind of circumstances, I happened to graduate in uh, in the early 2000s before AI became a super hot area of business. And so when I graduated, it really seemed like my my only options were to go into academia, and that wasn't super interesting to me. So that set me on a different path that eventually led to bonus leave. But now I, there's you know AI is such a hot area, and there's so much to do with it that uh, I think if I weren't doing this, I would probably uh, be getting back into that. I think it's safe to explain why that's your, why you love Blade Runner so much too, right? Yes, yes, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> well. You know, as we as we always say, Raphael, we're glad you're doing what you're doing, because if you weren't, we certainly wouldn't be talking to you tonight. And, and again, we are so incredibly excited to be partnering with you and Bonusly, you know, for this month and just as we continue down the, the path together. And we're really excited of all the cool stuff you've got going on and that we're able to share it with our listeners. And with the social hour, 
I'm sure some of the folks that have are getting a chance to listen to the show, maybe they're not connected with you directly or haven't aren't following you right now on social media. Will want to. What's the best way for them to reach you out there? Yeah, well, a lot of what I do is just put into Bonusly, so you can find Bonusly at bonus.ly or at Bonusly on Twitter. Uh, I update a lot less often and uh, a lot more esoterically, but if you did want to follow me specifically on social media, I can be followed on Twitter at RaphaelCM. We will have that in the show notes, and as we were mentioning throughout the month, I've been kind enough to offer the listeners a 60-day trial of Bonusly. If you go to bonus.ly slash HR social hour, they can access that that offer as well. So we'll have all that in the show notes. And Wendy, how about you? How the listeners, how do they get in touch with you out there? Uh, best way to find me is on my blog, mydailyjourney.com. Daily is D as in dog, A-I-L-E-Y. And of course, fourth Sunday of each month, please find join me on Twitter uh, as part of our monthly Twitter chat, that is the fourth Sunday of each month, 7 p.m. Eastern time. How about you, John? Go to hrsocialhourpodcast.podbean.com. Left-hand side of the screen at the top, you'll see three little lines. Open them up. Access to all my social accounts there. And make sure that you're listening to these shows that are being brought to you by Bonusly this month. And check out that offer and, and trial. We, we'd all really appreciate that. So, again, Raphael, appreciate your time and being with us tonight. So, for the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast, I'm John. And I'm Wendy. And as always, be sure to connect, give back, and network. network. Take care, everybody. We'll see you soon.